0: Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the Yahoo Sports College Podcast with Dan Wetzel. The family tree is the dumbest thing in college sports. (laughs) (laughs) Pete Thamel. What objective human would visit both
1: of those towns and be like, you know, not pleasant. And
2: SI's. Pat Forty. Monroe itself is a federal penitentiary.
0: It's there the entire it. city. Here's Pat, Pete, and Dan. I right, welcome to the pod. I listened to the pod without me. Yeah, let, let's discuss this here. <laughs> uh, 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 we're grinding away,
2: working ourselves to the bone. Final Four National Championship, 2.30 in the morning. Okay, maybe we had a beer in hand. But still, and you're off, you know...
0: Beachy or whatever. Yeah. What, what, yeah, what absolutely. Well, first of all, I thought the pod was it was it was well organized, <laughs> insightful, uh well run. I enjoyed it. So I don't even know why I'm here. I thought it was superior without me. Normally I'd say you guys suck without me, but actually I was listening to it going, this is a pretty good pod. I would have uh-huh. screwed this up.
1: Well, I think our listeners really gleaned all they need to know the fact that you're the host of a college sports podcast and went on vacation the week of the final four. It's a pretty like telling sign of where your priorities lie. Like, you know, I don't think there are three things you could have skipped that are bigger than what you skipped. So congratulations. (laughs) If like avoiding the most work was your goal, you achieved it.
0: Well, I, I had not taken a vacation since COVID started. You know, and then uh, I didn't get to go to the Masters this year because we only got one press pass from Augusta National. Mm. Okay. And I wasn't going go to go the Final Four, and it's school vacation, so I said, screw it, we're going to school, we're going. <laughs> Final Four generally is quieter than the early rounds when you're writing. Yeah, now, right. in, to my great delight, Roy Williams retired, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Hubert <laughs> Davis got hired, uh, Bill Self got a lifetime yeah. contract, all sorts. Of, there was a bunch of other stuff went <laughs> down. There was this epic game.
1: Jalen Suggs
0: hit a 40-foot bank yeah, shot. You were <laughs> going to write that. I'm not going to write a column on that from my living room. Uh. <laughs> you were there. So, I'm gonna, you know, I'm a team player. Um, lots of stuff happened. Uh, and then my other primary beat is pretty much Deshaun Watson. Uh yeah. Love of massages. Uh, That's Uh, not going away. Stuff happened there too. Anyway, it never ends. So I want to make you know, don't hate. You got to write all the stories. But a lot did happen at this final four that normally does not happen. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. When when the the
2: Roy Williams stuff blows up, and the next thing we know, we're getting pictures of your beer cooler. Uh, and then the Bill Self stuff blows up, and then there's pictures of poolside cocktails and it's like okay. i was
0: laughing I, I did enjoy all of that i was like oh interesting roy retired i think i'll go back to my book you were flagged for excessive celebration our <laughs> workload. it was an excellent time for me to go on vacation excellent time anyway fine job without me gentlemen uh i was you know accused of of drinking a lot i'm not gonna deny the charges yeah <laughs> So I'm
1: not <laughs> yeah, you don't need Rusty Harden. You wouldn't need Rusty Harden to defend you on those charges. <laughs> I would is about
0: as good as Rusty's defense is going right now would be mine. Yeah. Like to find a lot of alcohol <laughs> like that's Rusty's Harden's defense right now. And Deshaun Watson, lots of people delete Instagram <laughs> messages, d- d- direct messages with 40 or 45 massage therapists that they try to hire all at once. Yeah. Who isn't sure. doing that? <laughs> That's dubious defense to say. Dubious the defense is uh for a hundred. All right. Speaking of vacation, Sean Miller, he's free. no <laughs> He is. Long golfing vacation coming up for him. Yeah, he was fired. He got a million two five, cleared. He made all his money. Four year four full seasons since Book Richardson. Sean is free. He'll be an NBA assistant next year, probably New Orleans. Book Richardson, no, not so lucky. Uh, funny how that works. Nothing against Sean getting another job, but man, weird timing. Why this? Why now? Why not two years ago, four years ago? Why not next? I don't know. Uh, whatever you want to do. Sean Miller has finally sent free. Uh, Pat, your thoughts? And Pete, I know you wrote a, a, a column on it while I wasn't working. So, Pat, what do you
2: think? <laughs> yeah, I would have written about it, but I was I was coming off second day after the second shot, and I was hurting yesterday. But uh, oh wow, ooh. yeah, I was uh, I was monitoring events, obviously. You know, is it about time? Yeah, is it past time? Certainly. Uh, what was the motivating factor, other than the fact that the program had fallen and was not going to get up with Sean Miller as the coach? Uh, I think that was probably a big part of it. I I have some possible theories about the like day to day, week to week timing of this, not really the year to year, but the week to week. Like I had heard some pretty strong rumblings two weeks ago that he had like 48 hours. And then that didn't happen. And uh so this carries out a little bit more. My my what I'm wondering, do they want to hire Tommy Lloyd, the assistant coach at Gonzaga? And they want to get past the final four and try to do this quickly of going from Firing Sean Miller to hiring Tommy Lloyd. Uh, now they also they they're one of these places, and boy, is this a continuing trend? Where oh, the family—you got to talk to somebody from the family, the Lou Dolson family. You know, Mike Woodson, Hubert Davis. Uh, you know, there's going to be pressure from people for Miles Simon, for Josh Pastner, for uh, Jason Terry, for Damon Stoudemire. So. There's gonna be some of that involved as well. But that's why I just I'm wondering if the the timing of waiting past the final four has any relation to Tommy Lloyd's potential status as a
1: candidate. I think it's a lot simpler than that. I think they basically were wanted Sean Miller to quit and he wouldn't quit and he waited to get fired to get his one point five million. Plus he's gonna get some stock stuff. Remember that crazy copper guy oh, yes. energy guy? He's still got like yeah. Like maybe another half million plus from that. He also got a retention bonus in 2020, which going back over his financials yesterday was maybe the most hilarious. thing. <laughs> they
2: it's should so call it a to hire him. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. There wasn't exactly yeah. a uh, a long line, uh, a, a long line out the door. You know, in the NCA is obviously like big week, right? Final Four and everything like that. What a tour de force of NCA irrelevance we saw. We got the Kansas chancellor standing on the rooftop of Fog Allen Fieldhouse, giving the double bird to Indianapolis saying, we don't care about your enforcement. We don't care about your punishments. We're giving Bill Self a lifetime contract. No athletic director was hired at the time. They just do it. And then a week later, Arizona basically says, you know what? Sean Miller got fired for losing. And you said it well, Pat. Like the program wasn't going to be able to recover from the losing. They did not make a Final Four in his 12 years. They had not won an NCAA tournament game. Since that happened, they only played in one, got run off the floor by Buffalo. And really the thought was they kept Sean Miller at that time because they had a Final Four caliber team. I mean, that was an excellent, excellent Arizona team. And right. I'm actually happy for Sean Miller because he looks like he's gone through hell. Like if you do before and after pictures of Sean Miller from September of 17 to now, like remember that famous picture of sweating on the sideline in the no. NCAA tournament? I believe that was 2016. If you look at like, just he just looks like the weight of this world is on his shoulder. And I guarantee you, six months from now, Sean Miller is going to be like, "Thank God I got out of there." And why didn't they do it sooner? Um, And I think part of the reason he stayed was because he had no other way to make 2.89 million dollars a year, which which makes perfect sense. So he basically built an extra 12, 14 million out of Arizona. Arizona got nothing in return. Nothing. And then, in one of like the great crystallizations of administrative dysfunction, it took him. It took Arizona 37 days to fire Sean Miller after because their regular season ended March first. They didn't play in the Pac-12 tournament. They had self-imposed a ban this year, and it still took 37 full days. Can you imagine, like the infighting, the booster meddling, the president who really just wants to be the athletic director? If, they, if that's not the most clear, clear thing out of all this. Uh, Bobby Robbins, the Arizona president, is the president all the other presidents are laughing at right now because he ran his own football search and now he's going to run his own basketball search. And what a tour de force of look at me. That's what's happening at Arizona right now. Like what a searing, dysfunctional mess from wire to wire. Like they can't even get it right. Keeping the coach who was accused of massive amounts of cheating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's just everything you can do wrong. In let Arizona, they've done wrong.
0: The uh, it it really is quite a juxtaposition, and it's it's it is winning, right? Will Wade safe? Yep. Sean Miller's out. Uh, Bruce Pearl safe. Bill uh, Pearl safe. Others. Uh, who else is who's been out on this? Some people. Patino is Pitino's out. out. Patino's out, but then he's kind of back because he could have got out. Mark Godfrey, he's still working. <laughs> still at Northridge. Eighth place in the
1: big West baby. Okay.
0: He's still going What a what a year he had. It's, it's about winning. <laughs> if Sean had been able to weather it, he he was unable to as the way the others did. I mean, Self has enough track record that they were going to fight for him. You know, again, I I, I get it. If you, you you know, you sit there and say where are we going to get another can, can someone's going to have to reboot this thing? Is Bill Self your best bet? Certainly. You're you're rolling a dice that you're going to get a better bet. Very well could be. So um, I certainly understand what Kansas is doing. I get that none of these people care about the rules. My problem with Kansas was always suing people. That was my problem. (laughs) Just own it. Uh, So I don't know. But So Arizona is a great job, great fan base. Uh, there's, there's improved talent in state keeps kind of getting better and better. There's, there's a lot of good players in, in the Phoenix area and obviously you can get kids out of L, Southern California, LA. So it, it should be attractive, but nobody knows what the punishment is coming. You don't know what, what how much you're going to get devastated or not. Uh, you know, there's four level one infractions. What does this mean? I don't know. No one knows. Pat, you mentioned it. Got to have someone from the family tree. Look, I think you use the family tree if it means you might be able to get someone you normally wouldn't be able to get. If you can tug on their, their heartstrings and bring them back, then you do that. The family tree is the dumbest thing in college sports. <laughs> <laughs> why, would you limit, why would you limit your candidate pool to only people who were, A, athletically gifted enough to play at your school and chose your school? Why would you do that?
2: It makes no sense.
0: Bill Belichick Euro. did not play in the NFL. Right? He, you don't. You don't sit there as the Patriots go. We got to hire a former Patriot. <laughs> like it's just stupid to do. They're not taking just kids from Arizona on the team. You right? <laughs> taking yeah. Just kids from <laughs> Good point. It's like we're going. I mean, the Venn diagram of this is just so small. So we are we need. A successful guys who also played here. Cause they know like, what is Nick Saban play at Alabama? Mike Krzyzewski play at Duke. Did John Calipari play at Kentucky? Did Tom Izzo play at Michigan state? No. Mark few Scott drew didn't play basketball anywhere. Right. I mean, who cares? Hire the best coach. I don't get these things. And then see, so, so you get Stoudemire, Miles Simons, a Lakers assistant. I mean, Miles Simon might be great. He's got a great personality. But, like, you're just going to hire Miles? Like, wait, what? Why are we doing that? Someone right. had one. Walt- well, he was the most outstanding player
1: in the last right. West Coast Final Four. So he <laughs> obviously will be the yeah. coach in the next Hell one. Hell of a player. only <laughs> like 24 guy, years ago.
0: Yeah. What the heck? Like, what? Josh Pastner? Okay. So, Pastner? Yeah. Eh. Maybe? I don't know. But, like, just don't. I wouldn't do this. So, I don't no. know. But this is what. Carolina did. You guys mentioned it the other day. It's kind of, I mean, that's the number one job in college basketball is a, I'm concerned. And you took a guy with no head coaching experience. Does it work? Sure. Might work. I have no idea. No one ever knows, but no. Yikes. Why? Yeah. Like, and it, like, isn't there some kind of like state law against this stuff too? Like <laughs> you're only hiring someone, you know, <laughs> like these are, I mean, you go down the line of like, these is the highest paid guy in the state. Right. And he gets the job because what? Did we have an open search? Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, you don't think North Carolina had an open search in the four days it took
2: them to <laughs> say goodbye to Roy uh, Williams and say hello to Hubert Davis? I'm not oh. calling for the
0: Justice Department here, but some of this stuff just doesn't make any sense. I mean it's like, wait, what? So we're just handing over a state job that pays this much because he knew the last guy who had the job?
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean seems... it's unbelievable. It really is. Like we have we have regressed, it seems like, in terms of coaching search, common sense. Three decades in the last couple of weeks, you know, because I'm watching it at, at Indiana, watching it at North Carolina, and North Carolina at least. The thing is, like the the head coach walking out is the guy calling the shot there. Okay. That was Roy Williams calling that shot. Bubba Cunningham's like, okay, sure. What you know, if that's what you want, we'll interview four of your guys. Roy Roy said, go interview West Miller, go interview King Rice, go interview Hubert, go interview Steve Robinson, then just come back with Hubert. Okay. Got it? Got it, Bubba, go. Okay. You know, but the, the Indiana thing was crazy. If Arizona goes down this route, Hofstra just hired Speedy Claxton. I mean, maybe that's a good hire at Hofstra. He was assistant coach there for a long time. But, you know, this is all it's like because Jawan Howard had two great seasons. Everybody needs to do this or what? We, it's, it's like we have just – it says two things to me. Athletic directors are less creative than ever and have bigger rabbit ears than ever to listen to the boosters who say, we need one of our guys and the candidate pool for coaching in that good out
1: there. It's for some of these jobs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also dovetails with the most interesting hiring trend of, uh, of this cycle. And we have seen a long overdue flurry of minority hires in, in college basketball. It's not, you've That's written true. about a bunch, a bunch in the past and it's, it's dovetailed yes. with the, with the trend of hiring, um, of hiring former players. I really think that, if we are going to continue to see more long overdue diversity in the college basketball coaching space, we're going to see, you know, for, former stars uh, on, on the sideline, like Hubert, like Speedy, like Mike Woodson, who may not have the traditional paradigm background of one at a mid-major, one at, you know, the, the the kind of guys who tend to move up the ranks in the, in the way that we've seen the hiring, uh, the hiring go in the, uh, in, in the past. I don't know what the numbers are right now, but I, as of like five or six days ago, it was about sixty-five percent of uh, of the hirings were uh, were African Americans, which is again so long overdue. It's beyond it's beyond laughable, and it'll be interesting. I think it was what one of eighteen minorities were hired in football this year. Pat, is that right? Uh, yeah, that was like completely. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall was
2: yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. So that was only one. So that is a
1: great point. But, yeah. So we're 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 catching up in a lot of ways. Finally, in basketball, we'll see. Football is always going to be that final frontier, right? Like that's uh, because that is the most meddled with. That is the most booster controlled. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if this trend carries over to uh, to the football hiring process within you know within the next what it's going to be nine months until we're in we're in the carousel uh, we're in the carousel again. Um, Don't don't rush it yeah <laughs> <Sorry>. it's, <laughs> it's, it's been
0: it. it has been a a very it, it, it has been night and day because i think the big Ten the big 10 only had Jawan howard yeah as yeah. a head as an african-american yeah. head coach and then i now i think they have four or five
2: say so, yeah big 10 micah shrewsbury at penn state ben johnson at minnesota mike woodson at uh at indiana so all of a sudden yes you're changing the, the literal complexion there the coaching it's three or,
0: three or, openings three hires so yeah. that's great yeah i got no problem with uh alums it's just like, if is that the right guy? I just, it's sort of a weird thing. It's, it's. I think, I think Jawan Howard made a huge difference on Woo! on some of that. I think because Jawan was a guy who came in and they didn't. You had no idea. There was no track record. All you knew was he had been in Miami, which the Miami Heat is 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 an exceptionally run organization with its own culture, and they do. A, and Pat Riley does a great job of developing coaches. And administrators and everything. There is a true culture at that place. And so, and that's why they keep getting like they made the finals last year with the team that shouldn't have made the finals. That's, that's how they do it. And so he comes in and bang, I mean, he's got, they're rolling along, they're winning games, they got the number one recruiting class, all that. So good. Hopefully that, that turns some heads, but it has been very, very interesting and it's good for basketball. We hope it, it continues in football. It's just sort of a weird trend when it's, it, did you go to our school? I know everyone loves their alma mater and thinks there's something special. Not everyone, Dan Wetzel. Well, I don't think there's <laughs> he, anything special. He uses alma mater as the electric company. <laughs> we have two good players. We have like three good players. So unless yeah. Marcus Camby, Patino, we could get him back. Yeah. Marcus Camby wants the coach. I don't think he does. Last time I talked to Marcus, he's quite happy. Not... Doing much. That's where you got to get a guy like Juwan Howard. He's got a $100 million willing to work. That's the hardest part of the yeah, former right. NBA player and NFL player. And I ain't saying anyone's lazy, but the level, we all know how hard college coaches work. Yeah. Like it is 365, 24 seven, relentless, relentless, relentless. It takes a guy like Scott Drew 20 years to build something up. Few, uh, you look at these guys and they all make a lot of money, but it's like, do you want to start on that treadmill when you? when you're already rich like (laughs) it takes the the work ethic of jawan howard is incredible (laughs) yeah of penny hardaway of patrick ewing of jerry stackhouse at vanderbilt like i i tip my cap man
2: yeah yeah like
0: whoo you want to work that hard you got all that money and fame and everything else like yeah maybe you know consultant with an nba team would be a little easier Sure. Be the be the color commentator on the radio broadcast. You know, that's yeah, you know, good for you, man. Good for you
2: guys. Yeah, no, they're grinding it, and so yeah, this this will be one of the most interesting kind of trend pieces to watch for the next couple of years.
0: Uh, one thing, one school that did not go with the did you go to the school is Oklahoma. They got Drag Porter Moser out of uh, Loyola Chicago. Sister Jean yep. is without her her buddy. I think that'll be interesting. I don't know if anyone has any Porter-Moser uh, big statements, but I thought that was a quality hire by Oklahoma, which is always a sneakily good basketball program. That's a great that, job.
2: It is. It's a, it's a good job because there, there's not a lot of overt pressure, and you can recruit Texas, and you're going to get all the athletic department support. And it's another example to me. Just Joe Castiglione is very good at his job all phases of his job but when he hired Lon Kruger everybody's like oh really and Lon Kruger ended up being great there took them to a final four won 20 games every year had them in the tournament and never with even just a whiff of going anything going wrong there and then you look Porter Moser's probably going to be that same guy I think you know he's going to work really hard they're going to be good and he's probably not going to get you into a lot of trouble. You combine what he's done on the football side, promoting Lincoln Riley, which turned out to be a complete grand slam. Uh, Joe Castiglione knows what he is doing. My only, my beef is with, uh, Porter, because I think he stole my line about Sister Jean being in the transfer portal. He said that at his introductory oh. press conference after I tweeted that a couple of days Keep, earlier. Well,
0: I, an accusation of plagiarism, I yes. believe, is a yeah. serious trouble. You need an <laughs> NFT on your tweet.
1: That way you know you can yeah. uh, you can own it forever, Pat. Yeah. Trust, trust me, I had
2: to look up what NFT meant this week. No, no idea. <laughs> that world's coming fast,
1: man. That's coming yeah. really, really, really fast. Luke Garza just... Uh, just sold his, uh, became the first college athlete, even though his uh, eligibility is up, to sell an NFT. And uh, somebody said to me that Jalen Suggs could have sold an NFT at the shop that night for like you know hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, who would buy our podcast NFT? Do you think? Uh, do, do you think we'd, we'd we're get any accepting
0: beers? bids? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are. Let's make it official. We accept in both beer, cash, and beer. Beer, cash, and chicken sandwiches. Yes. Hell no. Yeah. I was in the Detroit airport on the way home because they're running directs from uh, Indy, and I saw the Popeyes, and it was my chance.
2: Oh. And I just
1: felt like such garbage after being away <laughs> for two weeks. I was like, I can't do it right now. Not oh, today. man. Because, you know, when you go up in the Final Four, you're like, oh, wow, well, I'm going to be healthy now. I'm going to be healthy now. And if I had eaten a chicken sandwich, it, from, it just would have thrown me in. So I will, I will get it this spring somewhere. We'll make a field trip. Okay. Take your time. I remember that. Uh,
0: well, that, that. The Popeye gimmick was only 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. <laughs>
1: Such dedication.
0: Uh, well, there are good at things this. about
1: these iPhones. I might get one.
0: <laughs> Talk about the the, the selling of the, the items and all of this. Uh, Sportico did a piece, sportico.com, uh, looking at all the different disclosures that head football coaches made on outside income that they generated. And... In, in in addition to their billions and millions of dollars, and it's pretty interesting. Kirby Smart got 130k from Ford. Ed Orgeron 226,000 mainly in endorsements, raising canes. Nick Saban corporate speaking 350,000. Dabo's estimated 75 to 150. And one like one like 25 of that for Dabo from like just showing up for the Chick fil A Golf Classic. The Chick-fil-A golf classic got him 25 as and 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 Dave Dorian got five, <laughs> which is kind of funny, which is a charity golf outing. But obviously, they probably figure getting Dabo there to adds, you know, but you look at this stuff, you know, this is the, this is some of the stuff that the players could get. Yeah. How much is how much could yeah. Trevor Lawrence have gotten from the Chick-fil-A charity council uh, charity golf outing? How much could Jalen Suggs get? What? You know, uh, they're they're all screaming existential threat, and this is the worst. But here are these guys, and it, I I have no problem. With this make as much money as you want, but really, dabo you needed a little extra to go to a charity golf outing. <laughs> yeah, like you know, they talk about these players like the greed, and this is gonna oh. throw them off. These guys are chasing nickels, man. Like, <laughs> right? Well, it's gonna take
2: away their focus on the season. You know, they're gonna be too busy with other stuff. Well, the, the coaches aren't too busy.
0: I mean, what you know, give me a brick. People telling other people to not make a living. (laughs) like Listen to yourself. I did the story at Suggs' Shot and what it would be
1: worth kind of in, you know, a year from now in the the NIL world. One of the most interesting thoughts, talking to administrators, talking to people in that space who are going to be helping uh, athletes make money was so now like at the Final Four, for example, in the off day, there's half an hour of CBS, half an hour with, or an hour with, like, the typical media like us. Like, is there going to be an hour where they take care of brand stuff? Where you're taking, you know, where you're shooting videos, where you're doing cameo. Like, you know, some goofy walk-on could make five grand doing cameos. You know, the guy on the end of the bench waving a towel, if he catches and goes viral, he could do cameos and make five grand, like, sure. like very quickly. So, like, there's just... basically every player on a Final Four team could pick up an extra 10 grand through some of this kind of goofy gimmick stuff. And so there will be systems in place and it will become normalized very fast. But it'd be interesting if like after you talk to the print and digital media for an hour, there is then time to meet with your brand specialists to do things to make money, which again, you can still watch the film. Like this isn't going to cut into anything. But I do think that's the new reality we're we're looking at right now, and it's 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 just going to be different. It's not going to be. It's
0: not going to be. In no way is it going to be worth. You've got fourteen-year-olds making huge money doing TikToks, playing video games, uh, tens of millions of dollars dancing for twenty seconds to a song. Yeah. They figure out how to make the money. That's where they'll make the money. They're sitting there going, "Well, we got to hold this all up." Because what if Jalen Suggs gets a Nike deal and he's playing for an Adidas score? Just shut up and get out of the way. Let capitalism work. (laughs) They'll figure it out. It's going to be small money for most of them. Who cares? Let them get their money. They will get the money. The people making these decisions, old athletic directors and conference commissioners that are scared of everything, which they really aren't. They're just scared of losing their twenty five grand to have their head coach appear in a speaking engagement. Have that, no idea what this economy is because these high school and college kids are figuring it out everywhere else. Oh, there's there's not on the not. Orange
1: Bowl cruise is going to be threatened. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're worried about. That's it. That's
0: it. No, that's yeah. I mean,
2: that, that, do you remember? When, when we went to full cost of attendance and a stipend that was available for players and everybody then was like, oh, no, this is going to kill us. This is going to ruin us. You haven't heard a word about it since then because it worked fine. There was no problem. It was Jim no Delaney.
1: problem. Yeah. There was one interesting thought. Uh, I don't know how much you guys are on Twitch or have read about Twitch, but like if Jalen Suggs did a live Twitch stream after, like interview, took questions, and you can tip someone on Twitch. How many tips from drunken Zaga fans would he have gotten? (laughs) Oh "Oh my God, Jalen's on Twitch. It would be like, I'm a big. Like, like that could just be a gusher of, you know, 100 grand, right? Like, just people, like, for bringing that much joy or people whose brackets he saved or
0: won or, or whatever gambling know. win. You hit yeah. the shot that covered. Oh, it wasn't yeah. even the, the spread. Oh you hit yeah. that shot. Bang. We won. I'm going to kick you. Venmo. Go fund me. Yep. It's like, do you guys even, this is the funniest part of these people is they're around college kids all day long. And then they act like college kids can't figure out how to make a buck. <laughs> like what is going on on your campus? <laughs> right. Baylor last year paid two social media stars to attend their school. Baylor. Paid them.
1: Yeah. Was really? times article.
0: Was great the, yeah. one of the biggest stars on tiktok addison ray was at lsu for one year and i think she dropped out to make a gazillion dollars on on tiktok lsu was using her as like look at our students we got her yeah. like everyone's using this stuff but oh my god pat i want to give you this because because this is where it goes also this would be more traditional brick and mortar if you will Money, but like you have a unique perspective with, with your daughter. National, she won NCAA title this year in swimming, a huge star, you know, Olympic hopeful, and I'm sure in the swimming community is very, very well known. The last four years, if she had come back to Louisville or worked somewhere else and either owned her own camp or clinic, or like how much money could Brooke have made, even the traditional way? Like if she holds a local swim clinic, how many like, right kids are going to show up for that, and pay a hundred bucks. Uh, yes. If you go from our house up to our little neighborhood pool where she first
2: started swimming and you say, you know, give me that pool for from eight to five one day for a clinic. I think she would get a lot of kids who would come in and pay whatever the going rate would be, you know, and she, you give them a couple hours of stroke clinic. You give them a little Q and A discussion, and then you sign stuff for them, and you're walking out with a with a bunch of money. And yeah, look, I I remember the oh, horrors. This uh, this is an
0: existential <laughs> <Yeah>. threat. <laughs> what a terrible thing that Brooke would be. might have a summer job. No, <laughs> stop teaching kids to swim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be terrible. No, when she was in 2008. Caroline Burkle from Louisville made the Olympic team, swam in the Olympic team, and then came in after that and she was done with college. So she had a little autograph appearance thing at Lakeside swim club and Brooke 40 got a cap signed by her. And it's still in a frame up in our, up in her bedroom. And yeah, that, that economy existed, existed for Caroline because she was done with college, uh, should exist for people who are in college earlier today. I was on a U.S. Olympic committee zoom with Katie Ledecky and, she was talking how, you know, Ledecky came from a well-to-do family. You know, I mean, not hurting in any means. And so she didn't necessarily need it. But she went to college at Stanford for two years and swam for Stanford and bypassed millions in endorsements to swim for Stanford. But she, why is, why on earth can't she get both? Why can't she have a swim contract and a goggles contract and this and that and everything else?
0: Why kick her out? Yeah. That's right. what they're doing. They're kicking – Katie Ledecky out. I, you see this with the gymnasts. Now, yeah. Gym, women's gymnastics is very popular, particularly in the SEC. When they get huge crowds, they get TV ratings. I remember Lori Hernandez, one of the members of the last Olympic uh, gymnastics team that won gold. She was, she teared up telling us that she turned pro at the Olympics. She teared up. She wanted to go to Florida. Really? And she was like, I'm giving up on Florida. They said I'd always be a gator. But, you know, there's just too much money to be made being on this team. And she yeah. wanted to have a leotard deal and and be it and appear on Dancing with the Stars. And she hosted like kids. She was one of the hosts of like kids Ninja Warrior show. Like, you know, why would you kick this person out of college sports? <laughs> right. What, yeah. what, what the hell did Laurie Hernandez ever do? except be really good. <laughs> yeah. And yep. it's like, we're kicking her out. We got to want her. Because, because what? It and your TV ratings will go up. More people would be. She. I don't know how old Laura her, Hernandez her is right now, but she very well could still be competing. She might be a senior. In, I mean, I think she would be right five years ago. Is that right? Yeah, she's in ago. high school, yeah. mm-hmm. so she'd probably be at the NCA Championships right now. I think one of them actually stayed and went to UCLA. The rest of them all had to turn pro. That's Simone Biles in college. Oh, how 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 many people would watch Simone Biles the last four years? If she had gone to the University of Houston or UCLA or wherever that go, she would have gone. Instead, we're like, no, Simone, we don't want you. So here's here's the thing.
1: We live in a in a sporting environment now that's completely star driven and the social media era has only accentuated the existential threat has essentially forced the biggest stars out of the NCAA's only moneymaker. Like all these rules have in a way undercut the NCAA. Can you imagine if Jalen Suggs didn't go to Gonzaga? We didn't have that moment. Oh, boy. I, what what really prompted Adam Silver to start this G League elect, select elite team and you know have guys Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga are Jalen Suggs level stars. They're going to be drafted in the same neighborhood in the you know top five six seven, and those guys went to the G League. Lamelo Ball went to Australia, and that's basically when Adam Silver, who's a businessman, and Just a guy who, if you've ever spoken to him, is filled with common sense. He said, perhaps the best American basketball stars shouldn't be forced to foreign countries for their (laughs) formative years. It's not good for anybody. So, I mean, can you imagine what LaMelo Ball, like if you see what he's done as a rookie, can you imagine those bounce passes and like that skill set playing in college basketball? It would be a tremendous amount of fun. It would be fun for everybody. It would increase ratings. It would do all this stuff. But these rules were set up so strict that guys went over to get paid. They wanted to become professionals right away. There is a balance here. Hopefully we strike it soon with, with name, image, and likeness. But the the Suggs argument is very clear. You have a moment like that or a run like that, and even if he doesn't hit the shot, he had a great tournament and great season, mm. he elevated himself clearly to the top of the sport, and America got to know him. Carmelo Anthony could have gone to the NBA draft directly in the early 2000s. He went to Syracuse for a year. That increased... Everyone knew who he was by the time that he was drafted. Like everybody, it, yeah. in, so there is there is an intrinsic value that's worth a ton of money by that. But the, for the NCA, that was enough. They were just going to they're going to amplify your name. They weren't going to let guys uh, above board profit off this. And so, I really feel like college basketball. As it comes back, and I thought this was a great college basketball season, one of the best ones we've had in the last four or five years. I feel like as college basketball tries to swing back into the American sports mainstream more, meaning as a six-month sport, not a six-week sport, they are going to need those defining stars that, as of recent years, have chosen to go other places. And the best way to get those stars is to pay them. It's very simple. It's not complicated. Now,
0: we have
1: avenues open for
0: them to be paid. Let them get paid. Yeah. How about this? Just a quick side, because the frozen four is this weekend, so we can get the last chance of getting any college hockey in. But article in the National Post in Canada, the NCA hockey teams are increasingly winning battles against Canadian junior hockey for top huh. talent. They're, the NFL, and the NHL is now over 30% of the of the league had at some point or another come through college hockey. Now that might be for one year. Might be for two years, could be for four. Now they have a different system. One I think they should employ. Otherwise, I know it's complicated. But the NHL just drafts whoever they want at 18. There's no declaring for the draft. There's no way you can say I'm not in the draft, and there's no way of saying I'm in the draft. If you turn 18, you you get drafted. It's like the military. Yeah. Then you choose whether you want to go to college or not, or you want to go to, you want to go play for the Moose Jaw, you know, <laughs> uh, Warriors or something like that, and ride a bus around. Well, more and more kids. And their families are looking and going, wait, this is a better situation. I'm gonna send my kid to University of Minnesota. Yeah, I'm gonna send my kid to Minnesota Duluth. And you actually are a huge star in in the, especially. I mean, you look at this, or the Frozen Four. I mean, like Duluth, that's the team. Hockey is the team in Duluth. College hockey. There's a city of Duluth. Like you can make money being that somebody Absolute, in Duluth. No doubt about it. Be that star. You could now, let's say, you can make money. And you get good training and you get the pressure of the event, and you're not just riding buses through Saskatchewan and, and 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 all this stuff, they're actually attracting more talent, and I think they will attract more. And yet somehow these college administrators scream like this is a horrible thing. What if more people watch hockey? What if more people watch gymnastics? What if more I mean yeah. we don't want the good athletes? <laughs> right. What if a couple college basketball players, what is, about this? What if Jalen Suggs? I know this this is a little much, but let's say, let's say a, a player, just a step cal, a, a tick below Jalen Suggs, because he's gonna be a top three pick. But what if he says, you know what? I'm gonna make a bundle at Gonzaga this year. If I come back for another year, I could actually make a million dollars playing col- another year of college basketball. Who cares? Yeah. So many times you you do hear that people are going pro to take care of their
2: family. Well, if you if 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 you're good enough, you can help take care of your family before you go pro. You can you know you could do both. Maybe not, you know it it would depend. But you you would at least
0: have a more equal means of making the decision. You know if you're if you're going to be the twenty, you're projecting as the twenty second pick, uh-huh. and you're like, you know what, I got a pretty good situation right here. Like I imagine, Jalen Suggs is the, the in Spokane, Washington. He's the the star of all stars. He'll forever be a hero there. So what if it's like, hey, this is our package. I can get this, this, this done. I can, and I'm a national star now. Yeah, I can sign do a weekly appearance on on this show, and I can, you know, sure, I can do this. I can do that. I can do all these different things. I can make a lot of money coming back to college basketball. Again, that's not an existential threat. No. The TV ratings are down. They're flat. You know, right. like it's, you know, who that guy
2: may be is Drew Timmy, who I think <laughs> got Drew got Timmy. a pretty good education on how much he needs to get better to have an impact as a professional player. He's a very good college player, but he got punked in the championship game. And I mean, if I were watching that, I, I thought if I were him, it was like, oh, boy, you know, I I, I got to come back, and get stronger period and you can come back and get stronger and do a commercial for the Ford dealership and do a signing over here and have a Drew Timmy basketball camp for a weekend in September,
1: you know, and, and I'd pay for him to shave.
2: <laughs> you he get a go get,
1: fund me to shave. I'm you, in, you, man. I'm, you get I'm, the, I'm donating some uh, money. razor razor commercial. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, what about Johnny Juzang for example? So a guy gets red hot in the okay. tournament I just saw Kristen Peake's mock draft. She had him late second round. Wow. Shouldn't okay. systems be set up for Johnny Juzang at UCLA in Los Angeles, California to go back, make a good amount of money and maybe elevate his status, lift some weights. He's, he's skinny as all get out mm-hmm. and elevate to where he could become the 28th pick in the draft and get guaranteed money. And instead of that and not, it should be college basketball needs to get to the point where it's more attractive than the G league. And it's not right now for players. Right. It's just not. And if you can swing that and with all those UCLA connections and all the goodwill Johnny Juzang had, I mean, he's still hitting like tightly guarded mid range fadeaway jumpers right now in my head. Like, like how many benevolent UCLA folks around town could help in would want to be part of Johnny Juzang coming back and that ride with him coming back. And that Absolutely. should be a lot more attractive than playing for the Reno Ants or whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Reno Bighorns, Fort Wayne Ants. Come on. Come yes. on.
0: Get them right. I've been yes. screaming about this for 20 years. I, the conventional wisdom around college athletics is so often so wrong. And it's just it's all about protect. It's just squeeze that penny, squeeze that penny. And it's like, gosh, I hadn't even really spent much time thinking about the gymnastics. But imagine how big the gymnastics oh. championship is. If all those Olympians become huge names at 16, then go to college.
2: Be huge. Absolutely huge. I mean, they tour
0: around the country after Mm -hmm. filling arenas. Like they do a star tour. Same with, you know, the figure skating. We don't have a, 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 but you know, like honestly, Simone, we haven't watched, no one's watched Simone Biles except for the hardcore gymnast fan, gymnastics fan who will watch some world championships from Istanbul at three in the morning or something. <laughs> yes. No one's seen her do any gymnastics in five years. She's right? The greatest gymnast we've ever seen. This yeah. woman is unreal. I'll cover her every single day in, in Tokyo, the same way I did in Rio. At least I can remember where I was for that one. <laughs> They're all the same, man. The Olympics are like the (laughs) NCAA, and then some. They set up the same lighting and banners every. Like you couldn't. You're in the back of a gymnastics hall. You don't know where you are. No, it's Um, even the same, like intro music and metal stand music and uh, everything. Oh yeah. It's like where am I? What am I doing? Anyway, like, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. The only people in the world that don't want to be in business with Simone Biles is the NCAA. We'll put her on our podcast if she'd want to come on and talk. <laughs> what does it do with it? Happily. All right. all right. Let's get to something we all agree really sucks. Although we appreciate the effort here. A ranking. Who did this? Who did this? Sully? Uh, ah. Big game boomer. Big game boomer <laughs> on, on Twitter. At ATL underscore boomer 1990. There we go. An expert, apparently. Oh, he boy. ranked. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But he did it. The best college towns in America, but group of five schools only. Take your little Ann Arbor, get get your ass (laughs) out of here.
1: (laughs) No Starkville here.
0: Chapel Hill, Madison. No, 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 no. We're all about the group of five a demented person would rank this it
1: sounds like something we'd do actually
0: anyway uh, he did it and i'm so demented i'm angry at the rankings <laughs> i
2: i admit i sent it to you because i knew it would just be absolute red meat for a pit bull
0: i am just what is this first off he only goes 60 there's 65 group of five schools <laughs> amherst massachusetts didn't even make the list <laughs>
2: You know you're bad when you can't you know make the top 60 of the group When a of five. guy
0: is spending hours creating a chart of the best group of five schools and your school does slips his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we playing football?
1: What is the, we can't even make this list. The most ridiculous one is that Mount Pleasant, Michigan, is a, in front of Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is. <laughs> What objective human <laughs> there, would there visit is, both of those towns be like, you know. I mean, Mount number 12 Pleasant. ranking is Mount Pleasant, Michigan. First off, there's, it's flat as a pancake. I don't know where the mountain is. <laughs> and number 13 is Honolulu, Hawaii. Home uh, of the Hawaii Rim. What? What is this yeah. list? How pa- about UNLV 49th? This is even more stupid. Yeah. Vegas, But for yeah. some reason, he says it's Paradise, Nevada. Yeah, what the hell? That's Las Vegas, Nevada. It's right next to the damn airport. One step behind Ypsilanti, Michigan. (laughs) It's a collection of (laughs) smokestacks and water treatment plants to serve Ann Arbor, Michigan. (laughs) Uh, There are people in Ypsilanti going, wait, what? uh, The mayor of Ypsilanti is like, wait, we're (laughs) we're ahead of (laughs) Las Vegas? This guy drunk? (laughs)
2: Hey, Nine spots ahead of San Diego is Monroe, Louisiana. <laughs> I have been to Monroe, Louisiana, and on every single list, Monroe, Louisiana should be last of any any kind. <laughs> of all lists, Monroe, Louisiana is horrendous. Where is San Diego? I don't even see it. What
1: number? Oh, San Diego is 38,
2: 30, 39, 39. Behind Birmingham.
1: <laughs> I like Birmingham. But like, he doesn't yeah, but, like Miami.
2: CD is behind going. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. What the hell? Behind Troy,
1: Alabama. DeCalb, Illinois. What is the oh, criteria? Come on. Kent, Ohio? Here? Stores is at 18. <laughs> I know Yukon people guys oh, that hate stores. stores. Oh, Stores
0: is horrible. Stor- stores. Stores is- isn't even as good as Amherst. No, I mean, oh, here we okay. go. Would- We're getting the New England United yeah, yeah, argument yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotta be Amherst. <laughs> uh, Amherst is better than Stores, and I wouldn't put Amherst. I would agree at with that. Okay, then that. there's this, this little beef that I think needs to be settled through warfare. <laughs> Number 16, Bowling Green, Ohio. Number 17, Bowling Green, Kentucky. The <laughs> battle of the Bowling Greens. This is just trolling. <laughs>
1: they, they should be aware. like 53 and 54.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they both yes. suck. Bowling Green, Kentucky is better than Bowling Green, Ohio, though. It I, I would agree
1: with that. It is. Bowling Absolutely.
0: Green, Ohio, the football stadium is in the breakdown lane of I-75, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> You can tailgate in the breakdown lane, and it's like that. What's that Houston Baptist? Which is like the football yes, stadiums the and the CVS in the in the park. Yeah, the CVS yes. pharmacy
1: <laughs> drive-through
0: is like right next to the, <laughs> the breakdown. lane. What
1: <laughs> you is got a COVID test on Third and Long?
0: <laughs> when Bowling Green and Toledo play, they literally play for the Battle of I seventy-five. It's yeah, like the worst trophy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's always under construction anyway. Man, and they get uh, fired up in Perrysburg for that game. Backyard brawl. All right. I'm gonna read the top 10. This thing is just I, I don't understand the criteria. Cause at first you're like, okay, they like he likes small college towns. But then New Orleans is 10th. And and Dallas is 21st. So you're like, okay, you got you don't like Miami. You don't like I wow, do no, Buffalo. And if you don't like big... Houston doesn't do well. Okay, fine. You don't like the big cities. But then what, what the hell is New Orleans doing 10th? I, first off, New Orleans should be one. Um, all right. Top 10. New Orleans, 10. Number 9. Statesboro, Georgia. Georgia I mean, Southern. come on. Come on!
1: <laughs> I've been to Statesboro. No! I haven't been to Statesboro. There's another place I haven't been, but I'm mm. not exactly kind of go either.
0: If you're a fan of humidity mm. and huge mosquitoes,
1: I think Statesboro...
2: <laughs> Well, it's like you go to Savannah and then drive a very disappointing, like, 60 miles to Statesboro is <laughs> so what you do. You're like, oh,
0: okay. Savannah, well, very nice. How about Hattiesburg, Mississippi? No. Number eight. No. It ain't eight. I mean, I've been to Hattiesburg. It's fine. It's okay. No. It's not on the Gulf. Like, if it was on the Gulf, you'd be like, okay, maybe. But it's not. Number seven. This one's a great inspired choice. Annapolis. Beautiful. There you yeah. You yep, want to yeah. say that? Okay. This is why it's just so unpredictable. I think he just rolled dice. And it was I like. Swear. Oh. Number Random. six, Boone, North Carolina. Beautiful place. I have nice heard place. it's awesome. I haven't been. I have been there. Beautiful. Appalachian State. Yep. Number five, Laramie. No. No.
1: I don't <laughs> Her see Her head it. coach was tweeting yesterday how Two days ago
0: at practice, it was 90 degrees, and then it snowed at practice yesterday, so no. It oh, snowed on July 4th there a couple of years ago. It's Wyoming. Sure. Like, yes. I mean... If Laramie like if... was so great, someone would live there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Laramie, population zero.
0: <laughs> it's like, well, Just I got to go to school here. If they had put the school there,
2: there'd be nothing there. I covered... A basketball game there in the '90s, like you know, so a while ago, but not ancient history. And paid thirty-five dollars a night for the hotel. Who I've played a in times. Louisville. Louisville New played. Yeah, is that no- a Tom Jurich kickback? <laughs> I I that was before Jurich. I think it was Denny Crum, like you know, trying to s- sweeten some deals so that he could go hunt in like you know the the <laughs> mountains there.
0: It's the old Denny. school
2: way, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, they used to do stuff like that. I'll play you if you get me on a hunting trip. I yeah, liked when so college yeah. coaches weren't paid well. Yeah. <laughs> Abe Lemons and Don Haskins were, had a golf bet going, and one of the bets at one point was whether they'd have a home game between Texas and UTEP. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Laramie. I mean, it's 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 actually a nice little town. I just yeah. at number five. Like no. again, I don't know how. Where do we come up with this? It might be number five on a list of Wyoming cities. Like, <laughs> I mean, got to go with Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. Yeah, it's gotta be number Cheyenne one. is better. It's, uh, mm. Casper, Laramie's no better uh, than third. Cody. Powell. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cody. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's tough. Are, those are the five cities, by the way. We have nothing yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> Name <laughs> a sixth city. I can't believe we got yeah. five deep. That's I, I was good. just going to say, I'm kind of impressed.
2: <laughs> we reeled yeah. off yeah. five <laughs> <Oklahoma City. laughs> pretty, <or> pretty
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Logan, Utah. All right. No. This guy likes hiking, I think. <laughs> <laughs> very, kind of pretty town, Utah state, okay. Uh, I like this one. Inspired choice here number 3 Athens, Ohio. I agree. I agree. Pre- I'm in- probably the prettiest town in Ohio for what that's worth. It's mm-hmm. probably the best mac town, right? Like part of me was like, did best you just pick the, the best I'm trying to think if there's My- a better mac town. Athens, Ohio with Miami is or no, well, uh, wherever is Miami. Where's Miami? Ox- Miami, Oxford. 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 Yeah. Oxford. It's a very nice town too.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't, but yeah. Don't Athens think,
0: is like Oh a yeah, they got good,
1: Party Town. Like yes. it, Athens it, is Athens good. Has they got a nice bar per capita, very very. Oh high, yeah, that one so.
0: street is yeah, yes. that's a mess. Yeah, that's a yeah. mess. Yep. Uh, and it's right there, very nice, very nice area. Uh number 2, I think we all like Boise, Idaho. Yep. Great town. Yep. Great city, very underrated mm-hmm. city. Um yep. and it's and they they support the team decently. Although they really should sell more tickets to those games. They should. It's, no, they should. Right, what are, what are the people in Boise doing? Go to the damn game! Like uh, I, what are, I, number I one, this is—I just don't see this as number one. Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh,
2: as a as a Coloradoan, I will defend the choice. Fort Collins is great; it's really good. I I I, I would put it. I mean, if if you give me my Colorado hierarchy, it's going to be Boulder, Denver, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, probably. So. All right.
0: Well, I guess they're not that bad at the top, but there are some questionable. Oh, there's many
2: questionable things. Like, like, and the main reason I sent this to Dan is because El Paso, Texas was ass last. And Dan is, of course, the greatest defender of El Paso, Texas, and UTEP because known
0: to mankind. No t- Best the Mexican one correct food. ranking
1: on this, by the
0: way. <laughs> Phenomenal, like, dive bar scene. Actually, I don't think there's anything but dive bars there. <laughs> Just <to> a great. <laughs> Fresno came in 59th, second to last. I still have, my, I still, I still hold this truism about Fresno. No one, no one there owns a tie. No one's ever worn a. <laughs> no one's ever Maybe dressed this up
2: in string tie. Is it? Nobody string owns tie. a
0: suit in Fresno. Buffalo came in fifty-eighth. I mean, and it's not even in Buffalo. It's in Amherst, New York, right? University of Buffalo.
1: I have no idea. You know, I went there to write about Nate Oates a couple of years
0: ago. My hotel was in Amherst, but I think the school is in Buffalo. It's like the suburbs of Buffalo. This is where that thing is. Yeah, and it's then not like got, downtown or anything. He does not like Houston. Rice and Houston came in 57th and 56th. I actually think the Rice area is better than the Houston area. Yeah, oh, the Rice, Rice area is
1: nice. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: this is when, garbage.
1: When Herman was <laughs> at Houston, it's right up against the Third Ward. It's a legit bad neighborhood. And yeah. uh, there was a place called Navy Seafood you could see from the practice field. And it said, you buy it, we fry it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> Number fifty-five was Albuquerque. Again, does not like the Southwest. Doesn't. Well, some against good Mexican food. Interesting though. Like he he likes I twenty-five until you get too far
2: south, because yeah. Laramie's Laramie's on I twenty-five. Fort Collins is on I twenty-five. Colorado Springs
0: is on I twenty-five, and all of a sudden you get to Albuquerque and it's terrible. So. Makes no sense. Well, I'll give you one in a Charlotte came in fifty-fourth. A uh, 53rd is Toledo. So he hates Toledo, but likes Bowling Green? <laughs> makes no doesn't sense. doesn't
1: make a lot of sense.
0: Philadelphia, 52nd?
2: We got to ask this guy, like, how many of these has he actually been to? Like four, you know, and he's just <laughs> throwing stuff. I mean, come on.
1: Akron, 44th? Yeah, I would think between the three of us, we've been to every place on this list.
0: Yeah, I bet Ooh, we have. let me see if I can...
1: I don't know. I, I have not San been to Marcos. Like San Marcos
0: Arkansas. is between San Antonio and Austin, right? Yeah. yeah. They have a really good strip
2: mall. <laughs> no let me see. A really good strip
0: mall. There's no such yeah, thing. I have not been to East Carolina. I've been. Uh, okay. I have. Yep. I have. I'm just going to go through the ones I have, and then you guys can either okay. say. All right. So I've been to Fort Collins, Boise, Athens, Logan, Laramie, Boone, Annapolis, Hattiesburg, Statesboro, New Orleans. Colorado Springs, Mount Pleasant, Honolulu, Orlando, Greenville, the two Bowling Greens I've been to. Kentucky's better than Ohio. Yep. Uh, stores, Lafayette, Oxford, Ohio, Dallas, Cincy, Huntington. Oh, yeah. Oof, some rough nights there. Kalamazoo, <laughs> too many soccer tournaments. Ruston, Louisiana, I've been there. Best press box, college press box meal I ever had was a La Tech Boise game. They brought in a local barbecue. Really? And they brought it in. It's a fairly small press box, as you might imagine, in the media market of Ruston. And the <laughs> caterer showed up. This guy showed up, and it was like immediately the entire press box smelled of just phenomenal, just phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> Jonesboro, Arkansas, I have not been to. Anyone? I haven't either.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you? Okay, you got I us went covered.
1: There. I did a profile of Charlie Strong. He was born <laughs> in Arkansas, and I went to his hometown, right. and I stayed in. Uh, I stayed in Jonesboro. Uh, Sorry, it was in a dry county for a while. I believe it's not in a dry county anymore. But I'm really leery of any dry counties.
0: So like, That's probably why I never went. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that we can go through this and might get it is the saddest indictment yes. and the most pathetic segment we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> yes. New Kent lows. To, I've yeah. been to Kent, Ohio reno uh oh yeah oh yeah gotta love it biggest small town or whatever yeah that that is like reno's phenomenal all the all the shady parts of vegas with none of the good ones just (laughs) exactly just love it i love uh Uh, monroe (laughs) louisiana i'm telling you i don't know that i've been there i've been to a federal penitentiary there was a federal penitentiary near there, but I don't think I ever made it into Monroe proper.
2: <laughs> Monroe itself is a federal penitentiary.
0: All right. It's so the entire go. city. DeKalb, Illinois. Yep. I got soccer there this season, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. San Marcos, I've driven by. I can't say I've ever stopped in. Troy, Alabama. I've driven by Troy. Uh, I've but never been not- to Troy. No? <laughs> I don't think I've ever stopped in. Conway the slash the smallest town
1: that has a, uh, other than Army. Um, other than West Point, that is the actual smallest place. Um, really, there is no easy way to get there because I was at Alabama once and they had like a Thursday game and it was, it was like, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to uh, arrive in uh, in Troy. But I give God, credit. we They're, got beat.
0: Took thirty thirty one, but we got beat. Dad and I actually stopped by uh, the stadium and went out of our way. It is very hard to find. Gosh, we've, thank we've you, found Sully. It. Thank it you, Sully. All right, Sully <laughs> saves us. Sully, ah, there we go. Job. Okay. Conway, South Carolina. I have been to driving to Myrtle Beach, Tampa. Yeah, I've, I've been there. Murfreesboro, yeah. yeah, that's the South of Nashville. Mm, uh, San there. Antonio, Boca Raton. <laughs> Pat, Pete, Pete's Pete, the mayor. Pete's
1: the Pete's the friggin' yeah. mayor.
0: Yeah, should I get my should I get my themed
1: bull jacket with a patch?
0: Birmingham, San Diego, Mobile, San Jose, Muncie. Uh, Man, I spent a week there one night. Tulsa, (laughs) Akron, Memphis, Miami, Atlanta, Ipsy. This UNLV is in Las Vegas, not in Paradise, Nevada. Forget
2: that. Forget that.
0: Denton, Texas, been there. Metroplex. Norfolk. Yep, I've been there. Philadelphia, Toledo, Charlotte, Albuquerque, Double Dip, of Houston, Buffalo, Fresno, and El Paso. We did it, gentlemen. We did it. I think we've got them all, haven't we? How about that? Sad. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. You want to be a college
0: sports writer, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Right. Proud or chagrined? I don't know which. A lot of Marriott points. A lot of Marriott. Fair
0: fair fields and courtyards. If you had to go to one on this list, who would be your number one? Would would I just be lazy to say San Diego? Like, yeah, I think San Diego probably would be. uh, I mean, how, how do you argue against San Diego? No, no. Yeah,
2: no. It's, uh, the only the other choice would be Honolulu. I would say I haven't been to a beach in a long time. Honolulu is kind of calling my name. All right, uh, that's fair. Sorry,
0: ipsilanti. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sir, what'd you call it the the uh, waste treatment and, and electric <laughs> stack uh, repository for a- Ann Arbor? Something
1: like that, probably. Yeah. Amani Bates is going to stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> I know. Hey,
0: it's not you, Amani. Not you, buddy. <laughs> All right. That's our show. We'll be back next week. Next Tuesday. Keep listening. Subscribe. Please share us. Tell people that we're still doing good podcasts. I mean, this was quality entertainment, huh? <laughs> you listen to the end.
1: You get some angry Chamber of Commerce letters.
0: Yeah. We'll get back on our FCS football degenerate gambling next week, too, and other, other <laughs> issues. Talk to you then.